Hey, how's it going? It's Robin Smith, and it's time for the Robin Smith Show for Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. Hey, everyone. I've been away for a little while. I'm sorry about that. Um, this was not a planned uh, three-week break. It was unannounced. It was not planned. It's just uh, it's just how life's going. Um, how are you all doing? How are the holidays? How did How did Thanksgiving go with you all? Are you, uh, if you decorate, or is your home all decked out? Are the halls decked? Um, happy second night, or is it third night? Tonight's the third night of Hanukkah. To all my Jewish listeners out there, all three of you. Um, yeah, yeah, it's been busy. Um, a lot's happened since I was last on air with you all. Uh, there's no mustache. Uh, that's you know, that was shaved three weeks ago, roughly. Thanks to those, by the way, who donated uh, to Movember. Really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I think the, the what is it called, fundraising season is we're, – we're through the fundraising season, okay? You might ask me you, – you might hear me ask you for donations to the children of Ukraine. Uh, but in terms of, uh, you know, the, the predictable uh, fundraising that goes on here at the Robin Smith Show – you know, light the night in October and November in November. That's that's it. Those two months. Uh, so we're past the season. And um, yeah, thanks to all who gave for both of those um, causes. And yeah, so so it's man, where to start? Um, I guess we should start. Maybe we should start with the World Cup final because that just happened on Sunday. Did you all watch that? I know that Americans don't care usually about World Cup soccer unless the United States is uh, in it. Like when the women won the World Cup, like America was like, yeah, soccer, fuck yeah. But like when the Netherlands knocked us out, you know, a lot of people are just like, oh, yeah, the Washington football team, the commanders versus the Giants. Like, is that the Sunday game you're talking about? No, no, fuck face. I'm talking about the most popular sport in the world. Okay. Uh, yeah, congratulations to Lionel Messi for uh, getting his World Cup finally. He can now this was like the this was like the Hollywood ending. Um, if you don't know uh, what I'm talking about, then you know, uh, this isn't gonna make any sense to you. But Argentina won the World Cup final and Lionel Messi is arguably one of the greats, if not the greatest player that ever lived. You can have that debate, but uh, he's won every major trophy except for the World Cup, the 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 Holy Grail of trophies. And so, you know, when when people are in the World Cup, it happens once every four years. So, like, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo from Port, who plays for Portugal. What is he, 36, 37, 38? Like, he's done. He's not going to come back in his 40s, okay? So this was the last dance for him. And so it, too, it, it would have been for Messi. And the fact that he he and his club, uh, his squad, rather, got um, to the final against uh, France. And what a final. I mean, the commentators are saying, you know, it wasn't until... This is like the best final either ever or in the last 50 years, at least. It was just so exciting. And um, what a pleasure it was to host uh, friends over to watch the match and then watch the post-game celebration. And my God, uh, my heart goes out to uh, Gilliam Mbappe. It's like, 
he's had to walk across. He had to be like called back on the stage. You know, he's plays for France and France lost. And so when they're doing all the celebrations, they're like, well, you got the golden boot, dude. Like you got more goals than anyone else. So get on up here. And you just like look at his face and he's just like, I I don't want any, you know, historically there have been second place teams. They, They don't even take their medals on the plane with them. They don't want anything except for the world cup. It's all or nothing. Right. And so he has to get up there for the photo shoot and poor guy. I mean, I don't feel too bad for him. He's, uh, he will be a legend, and he's there's a lot more to come from him. He's a younger player, so uh, but for Messi, congratulations to him and Argentina. I mean, Buenos Aires was you know up all night, I bet, on Sunday. So, congratulations to Argentina, um, and Morocco for making history, becoming the first African nation to make it to a World Cup semi, and um, that in and of itself was really exciting. I was on vacation. I was in Jamaica. Um, some listeners might know for my uh, my wife's grandmother's 90th birthday party. And it, you know, man, I, I feel like every World Cup season, I want to just take vacation and time that right. It was timed just right. I got to watch every quarter plate or quarterfinal match. Um, and I didn't think I was going to get to watch the uh, Morocco, um, who was it? Morocco-France game. But our flight got delayed going home. So I did get to watch it in the airport. It was amazing. Um, yeah, this was, this was, uh, my youngest Charlie, her, her first flight. This was her first flight. She's four years old, you know? Um, so like it was, it was a big deal. I was so excited for her to just see what it's like above the clouds and to have that experience. And, you know, um, it's like, do we do we have uh, snacks? Because you don't know how to you don't know how to deal with cabin pressure and altitude rising and falling and customs, all of this. I mean, traveling with little kids. I don't know. Some listeners, you might you might have done this. You know what it's like. You know the challenges that come with it. Um, but it's especially challenging when you go to another country and you don't have transportation and you have like medical issues and you're like, uh, I need some medicine, uh, and you're dependent you know, upon uh, a family to kind of like bring stuff to you. Um, that all said, I mean, there, the the trip had its ups and downs and had some challenges, but overall it was beautiful. It was meaningful. It was amazing. Um, very difficult to go from the Caribbean climate back into the mid-Atlantic winter. I've never done that before. Um, I, I guess like going to Jamaica for Christmas is a uh, a, a common thing for people who do visit or because they, you know, people in this atmosphere, this climate, they want to get out of the cold, but it also happens to be like one of the most expensive times to travel. So that's probably why we haven't done it. Um, but man, yeah, it was. And also, hold on. Also, uh, I just want to celebrate my clinic for getting, uh, hiring a new client coordinator for the practice, which I've just, I literally just got out of a session um, to come down here into the studio and, um, you know, albeit I'm a couple days late getting the episode up. Uh, but, um, you know, one of my clients is like, hey, my, I have a friend, relative who wants you know to see you. Are you still the person who takes the intakes or should I give them your name? And I'm like, I'm happy to report that I have a client coordinator to do that. So right before going on vacation, I had her trained um, – to, to run phones and email and just take all that in. And again, this might sound like super boring, uh, clerical bullshit, but for a business owner to be able to actually go on vacation and not 
you know, be managing other in a group practice where you have other providers and, you know, someone's got to run point, you know, someone's got to run the ship while you're, while you're gone. And I didn't really ever, I think maybe in the past I have put that burden on other providers, but it's nice to have an admin person to have a clerical person um, to do that. So like for the first time, I really did feel like I brought the laptop with me, but I really only got on it, you know, once, um, which was just, I don't know, for a workaholic like me, uh, that was, I feel like it was a growth point. I'm here to celebrate my growth. Okay. All right. Before I get too disgusted with myself, let's plow ahead. Um, so I mentioned holiday lights. Are you all, have you gone to any sort of gardens like, uh, or like a drive through where they have, you know, the lights set up? Um, if, if you haven't done it, I recommend it. And, um, if you want to do that on heavy amounts of psychedelics, you could also do that too. Uh, just saying there's medical disclaimers at the end of the show that cover my ass, but, uh, you know, be responsible. Um, if you're going with kids, maybe, maybe leave the psychedelics at home, but if you're going with friends and by yourself, it's, uh, not that I've done this before, but I can imagine the holiday lights, uh, are amazing, with enhanced consciousness, expanded consciousness, um, or even dec- and decorating your own, decorating your own uh, home. Are you are list Are you guys? Are you team white or team color? You know, with the multicolored lights. Because in this household, we've been we've been white lights pretty much the whole time, and I feel like my wife has dominated on that front. She's gotten her way. Um, I'm I'm not really being fair to her. I've I have I have agreed to this. Okay, but. I think it's very clear that she prefers white. I prefer color. Um, and we've lived in this house f- since 2015. So we're going on seven years. It's too white. Uh, it's too white in here. Yeah, excuse me. Oh. So we, uh, I don't know. We're, we're also losing, you know, I got uh, the Christmas tree. <laughs> looking to look at a little uh, sparse because, um, yeah, I don't have the the technical skills to replace Christmas lights. I'm going to say that again for you. I don't have the technical skills to replace Christmas lights. Why? Why? I don't know why. I just don't. I tried. It doesn't work. I feel like I should take them to a shop, have the Grinch fi- fix it up, and then bring it back. Um, but yeah, so the Christmas tree is looking a little sparse. And I'm just like, well, this is the year. This is the year to get colored lights then let's go out and let's make this investment um but it's not to be it's not to be i can't i'm having a hard time seeing my notes here you know i i did get lasik and my eyes have just degenerated um you know i'm gonna be 39 next may and maybe that's why but you know i'm not i don't i regret nothing but it seems to me like i have traded farsighted vision for nearsighted vision or the other way around like i I now need reading glass. Like when I'm watching TV, even when I'm watching TV, I'm like, I find myself squinting a little bit to like, look at the score or if the subtitles are on, if we're watching something, you know, uh, in, another, uh, uh, in another language. Yeah. Um, I can't see my notes here. Okay. So yeah, we've talked about um, the trip to Jamaica, the world cup. Oh, and you know, I, 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 <laughs> This was the first time I went to because it's in Qatar. All these matches are 10 a.m. or 2 p.m. and the U.S. Netherlands match was at 10 a.m. So it was the first time my daughter had ballet, and I'm like, I want to see this game, but I also don't want her to miss her ballet. 
Um, I say daughter. Both girls are in ballet, but my youngest, I don't know how much she's really participating. So in any event, um, and I don't even think she went. That's why she was like not feeling well. So I was with my oldest, Livy, and we're in the bar at, at like 930 in the morning watching the U.S.-Netherlands match. It's like to be in a bar with my daughter at 10 in the morning. There's only one way that's happening, and that's World Cup in Ballet 2-2, right? Um, I'm really sad that the U.S. did get knocked out. Netherlands are a good team, uh, but, you know, we, you and I both know. Maybe you know nothing about soccer, but if you do, you and I both know that the women's team is really where we have expectations to get to, you know, quarterfinals, semifinals, and indeed finals. And that's uh, – is that next year? Is that next year? Did the pandemic fuck up the timeline for that? I don't know. I don't know, and I'm too lazy to look it up right now. Also, congratulations to Alexander Ovechkin for tallying his 800th career goal. Uh, somehow I missed that. I've been in some sort of a, a bunker. Like I have a, a section on my, my uh, show notes here to comment on news stories, but I've been in some sort of bunker you know, I guess we could call that vacation. You ever go on vacation and you take a break from the news and then you come home and then you, you know, you kind of re uh, acclimate yourself to the news cycle. I didn't do that. I didn't do I came in and was like, we got a deck. We got to go get a tree. You know, it's like the first time we've been uh, away during this season of decorating. And I, I mean, I haven't even gotten Christmas gifts yet. Okay. I, I don't think people are getting gifts from me this year for Christmas. I think what I'm going to do, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pause for a moment and promote the war in Ukraine. No, not that's wrong. That came out wrong. I'm going to promote UNICEF. Okay, so the war in Ukraine. <laughs> the war is not a laughing matter. Let's do that again. The war in Ukraine is having a devastating impact on the country's 7.5 million children. Humanitarian needs are multiplying by the hour as the fighting continues. Children continue to be killed, wounded, and deeply traumatized by the violence all around them. Families are terrified, in shock, and desperate for safety. Please consider making a donation and give what you can by visiting unicef.org and give today. So, uh, yes, the fundraising season is over, and yet... I'm reading this Ukraine, um, this read here, because I think what I'm going to do is give everyone a Christmas card that says a donation has been made in their name um, to the children of Ukraine. That's how you do it, folks. When you're out of town and there's no time to shop, you you align with your values and principles of wanting to give gifts to people, but also not give gifts and not shop. Is that a good enough rationalization? Did I do a good job? Tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm a good boy. Oh, God. Okay. Also, physical therapy. That's another thing I could complain at you at, but I'm just not going to. I'm just not going to. I think I already did that in the last episode. Okay, so I'll spare you that. Um, also, speaking of Ukraine, if you haven't seen uh, on Netflix um, Dave Letterman, whatever his show is, my next guest, I think is that's what it's called. Um, Dave Letterman had, he sat down with, uh, Zelensky, um, Volodymyr Zelensky on, in a, uh, a train station, like the Metro, the subway, like they're, they're underground and you hear, you know, you hear the sound of war and you hear sirens and it's like, you know, dude, this has been going on since what, February, last February. No, I mean not last February. This 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 year's February, uh, 
in you know you get habit you you habituate to stimuli so you become numb i mean even after three months you can habituate to it i mean maybe even after 30 days i don't know but like you get used to it your body your nervous system just adjusts makes the adjustment and it's like it's kind of a terrifying and disgusting thing to think about just being like yep that's that's life life is the sirens like you know again this is used to be a an indicator of like pay attention take cover you're in danger act now it's like that's the kind of stimuli where it's like yep that's just happening and um what's the next question for this interview this tv series uh but yeah it was a really good interview and i mean i admire zelensky's um his spirit his leadership um his authenticity also his respect for boundaries there would be questions i can't remember what the question was i think dave asked him something like uh like you must know that like the whole world is watching you and you're you're representing the fight to save democracy and it's like what's that like for you <laughs> and zelensky just kind of like pivots i don't remember how he pivoted he said something like i'm sorry i didn't hear the question or he's like he makes some sort of like a i don't know a charismatic sidestep or something like so i i also admire his his ability to i i, I admire his healthy ego let's put it that way he has a relatively healthy ego where he's not making it about himself and he can sidestep those sorts of questions and focus on his military leadership and 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 equally as important the the people of ukraine and their needs and um yeah it's just it's so easy to be i don't know kind of detached from that stuff or forget about it um but yeah i recommend if you're interested you know go watch that um and then and then yeah uh there is because it also is this time of year i do want to read one more here what are we doing how are we doing on time um this is a short and sweet episode I don't even know what number this is. Is this number 97, 98? I'm coming up on 100 and I'm making it too big of a deal in my head. I need to just, I just need to, you know, move on past that 100 uh, milestone. You know, part of me is like, it's no big deal. Another part of me is like, well, shouldn't we like acknowledge it? And, um, and I ignore, I go ahead and just ignore both those parts and just plow ahead. So either way, I don't know what episode we're on, but a lot of times I will want to play music during these episodes where there's no um, guest on, but not so today because I'm a goddamn lunatic and I've stacked my life. This is one thing that I'm trying to do. I know. Do you all, do you all make new year's resolutions? Do you, do you do that? Some people do. Some people don't, Um, you know, I guess probably because why, why wait, why wait a year? You know, why, or if you want to make a change, why wait till January 1st? You know, why not today? Right. Um, I guess maybe for some for some changes, it does matter in terms of a calendar year. But I don't know, behaviorally, like for me, the I may have talked about this last time or maybe I didn't. I don't know. Like when I was getting ready to go out of town, you know, I'm working like right up until we go like we didn't. That's part of the reason why we were in that situation of not having the kinds of you know medicine that we should have had for our girls. And like, again, that comes from just being overly burdened, overly the bandwidth is stretched beyond, you know, so like actually taking the time and having gap space before leaving, coming back. I mean, right as I came back right away, team meeting in the morning, you know, 
I, uh, th- there was like a two hour delay for Montgomery County Public Schools. So I messaged my team. And I'm like, y'all want to meet virtually? Like I was planning on going downtown Bethesda for the team meeting. But like, this is what I'm saying. Like there needs to be more of a gap. There needs to be more space. And I don't know if this resonates with you in your life, but um, I'll tell you, it's not, it is not sustainable. There was a, um, there was a IFS demo. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, IFS is internal family systems and a demo is a demonstration. And I'm Robin. And this is a podcast. Okay, so I was listening to this IFS demo um, with this with Dick Schwartz, the developer of IFS, and this guy, um, Tyron, I don't remember his last name, um, goes by Ty. He was actually one of the speakers at the IFS annual conference this year. But he does this demo with them, and he basically gets them to talk about these two parts of him, where one part of him is like, a workaholic and like needs to get after it and is afraid of like, if he doesn't work hard, 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 he's going to go back to being a bus driver. Right. And the other part of him is this like lazy guy who just like needs to rest and recover. And that was such good timing to see this demo before vacation, because when he, when, when Ty was able to sit down with these two parts of him, he was able to actually like broker peace between them. And like, instead of having this like workaholic kind of criticize the lazy guy, it's like, no, man, he's not lazy. He's just he's just responsible for like helping you relax and rest and have some leisure. And the idea was like, hey, man, even like Ty is a he used to be a bus driver. Now he's an image consultant now, which focuses on like how a man dresses. I think he works just primarily with men. Anyway, um, he's like, even if I make it, even if I like hit all my goals and I like I live the life of my dreams and I accomplish what I set out to accomplish, like even if I make it, like, do I really want to be like ignoring my family and working to the bone, like working myself ragged, like even then, like, of course not. And so therefore, like you need to just practice that now. In other words, rebalance, bring balance to the work-life project, you know, uh, the work-life balance. And so, you know, this this trip to Jamaica, like like I said, I, I didn't do really any work which is kind of i think a first for me but the it was bookended with all this like stress and like think you know pushing things to the limit you know and so in the new year my hope is to actually budget the time to have leisure and rest and not just have that be you know evening routine like you know before you go to bed but like throughout the day, throughout the week, I mean, again, I don't, the, the part of me that's a workaholic is like, hey, no, let's, not, let's not go hog wild now. But like, you know, because you do, I don't know, again, I don't know if this resonates for you, but like there's a fear in me that if I pull off the, the gas pedal, things fall apart. You know, there's a, so, so much responsibility. Other people are depending on me, that kind of stuff, right? Um, but I, more and more, I'm coming to realize that that is an illusion um that that is a core belief this like paradigmatic belief of you've got to you know make these things happen get these things done and i remember uh months ago now i i I ran this experiment where at five o'clock no matter what needed to go out like the newsletter needs to go out or this blog post needs to happen or you know, I mean, when you're in charge of payroll, like people need to get fucking paid on time, right? So like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be like, well, if people don't get paid. Oh, well, it's five o'clock. I'm going home. You know, when, what do they say about the boss? First one in, last one out, right? 
Um, but I did run this experiment uh, <laughs> where at five o'clock, it wouldn't matter what I was doing. I was just like, okay, and let's put the computer to sleep and let's go out and uh, help help my family get dinner ready and all this stuff, right? And it ended up being totally fine. I'm not saying that's going to be your experience, but I'm just saying there's a the, any belief that you do have to work really hard and, and just like muscle through things and, you know, sacrifice sleep. You might want to take a look at that belief. You might want to challenge it. And again, when I say challenge it, I don't mean like be the polar opposite of being like swing to, you know, overcompensate and just, you know, just like, oh, let's play video games for six hours a day. I'm not saying that. Uh, when I say challenge it, I just mean hang out with that belief. Like see if you can hang out with the part the, the part of you that believes that and see if you can listen with an open heart about why it believes that, how it came to that belief. This is my, my new fucking mission in life, it seems like, uh, is, you know, following this internal family systems path. Um, I did not expect it to happen when I started this podcast. I had a different vision um, about, excuse me, about what this podcast would be and do. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure that, uh, you know, it's that's totally scrapped, but 